everybody. This is the Tomato Tomato Podcast. It's a podcast about movies and how they're reviewed and also what awards they do or do not receive. I'm Jenna and joining me as always is my co-host. Chris, I am the co-host. Yes. Very special episode. Very special episode. So we wanted to record this bonus episode, get it out as soon as possible because the Oscar nominations just came out a couple of hours ago and there is a lot to talk about. So I, I have avoided them because yes. <laughs> partly because it's morning time. Why can't they do this in the afternoon? No, I remember being in like middle school, like back when I had to justify being up at 730. And it was always like, oh, this is awesome. I get to sit and watch the local news as they broadcast the Oscar <laughs> nominations. And I was always so excited about myself. And then now, like all those years later, as an adult, I'm like, fuck, no, I'm not waking up at 730. I will read about these later <laughs> when I wake up at nine o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> like no but yeah so chris has not read any of the nominations he has a page open i skimmed over them while i was half asleep and then immediately woke up after reading the nominations because i'm like what the fuck so yeah so uh i'm just gonna scroll down and i'm gonna look at the best picture noms all right so we have call me by your name Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, Post, Shape of Water, Three Billboards. I'm not surprised by any of these. I, yeah, I'm not it's, either. It's so, I, I, I'm not excited, except for Get Out yeah. from Jordan Peele, just for him, and Del Toro for Shape of Water. I yeah. just don't care. I'm not excited see, by any of these. <laughs> but see, I told you, because last, last week you were like, oh, well, I don't know if they're going to think Del Toro is like worth getting Best Picture, but they obviously were. But, they were. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's part of my whole thing is they need to cut down on the participation I... award now. <laughs> that's what it is. It's like, we don't want to leave anyone out, so we're going to expand okay. the nominees. But also they left a lot of things out. Yeah. So I, I can imagine. I mean, and this is only the best picture. Yeah. On a, like, I, I'm sad I missed Dunkirk. I did. I didn't get a chance to see that in theaters. But I'm excited that Nolan finally has a best picture nom. Well, he had one. Or oh no, I guess he didn't have. No, one. this is his first one. Thing. Well, then fuck. This is good because, like, honestly, it's. it's deserving on it and honestly dunkirk comes up on this list a lot and it is surprising but oh, not God. unwarranted like i was genuinely kind of shocked at how many times it's on here because all of the other awards didn't I'm, give a shit I, about I'm it not because yeah. it totally caters to that typical yeah, oscar it's, crowd it's totally oscar yes. but in the other categories where stuff was a little more streamlined they would pick other things and completely leave out dunkirk well, just like, okay. strictly from kind of talking of nolan's filmography yeah this is like his most oscar bait white movie Definitely. so i'm not surprised in any way yeah absolutely. Um, yeah but, i just can't get super excited about the 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 best picture noms outside of the last few i talked about yeah and we need to watch get out we're gonna probably yeah. cover it since it came out a year ago it's already on streaming and all of that we can definitely cover it between now and the oscars because i feel like then we'll at least have a horse in the race like yes. it'll be a little more investment in the best picture race if we've like actually seen and genuinely like one of the nominees so but yeah so then on um, to best actor we have Timothy Calamet, Call Me By Your Name, Daniel Day-Lewis, Daniel Kalu Kalua? 
Kalua, that's what I thought. Gary Oldman and Denzel for Best Actor. Okay, so here's an interesting thing because I was reading an article about snubs. So in the time between the Globes and now, all of those allegations came out about James Franco. And now that's how Denzel Washington probably yeah. got in. Is it like, hey, remember this movie? No one gives a fuck no, about. We're gonna put no him one. instead because James Franco is kind of a horrible person. He is. But like, I it, it's so conflicting because I I love the story of the room, and I was kind of glad that it was getting nominated for things, and I still wholeheartedly I can separate the like James Franco the person from him making that movie, but I'm still like it, it's kind of surprising to me in a good way that he was kind of shut out about it. But I don't know, it's just it's such a weird category. Denzel was just kind of there. There, I don't remember that movie. Yeah, I just know I just know it was from the guy from um that did Nightcrawler, which like Nightcrawler oh, okay. is like leaps and home. bounds better than that movie ever looked. And I'm sure those who have seen it probably agree. But I mean, obviously Oldman won the globe <sighs> for which it, pure Oscar bait, I don't care. <laughs> but like for does, my, I, I really hope it goes to Daniel. Yeah, my thought the, is that not like Lewis. Oh, no. Okay, so my thought is that I don't think they're going to pass up the opportunity to be like, hi, here's one more Oscar before you go become so a shoe cobbler I'm or so whatever the fuck. I'm so sick of the Oscars awarding <laughs> statues based on... Your name? Uh, name and not merit. It's yeah. so That's how we get Meryl Streep getting so many Oscar nominations. She, well, and does she really deserve... She's a good actress, but does she deserve all of those? And were there other actresses in those years that were more deserving? I yeah, we'll come back to that maybe. Well, and like depending on if she's nominated, I'm still <laughs> slowly <yeah>. scrolling down. <laughs> well, and there was someone who said that because like the Phantom Thread has a fuck ton of nominations because it was in part the last film that all of the like that a lot of the people saw. So like yeah, because it's yeah. freshest in their mind, which is. Which is like a, a blessing and a curse because then it's like, okay, you're screwing out a lot of other things that might possibly be more deserving because of just like, like I've yet to see uh, Logan on here yet. Yeah, so here's the thing. Woman, big so, six. So, so we'll come back. So let's so, just. Yeah, one of those movies, I had to read the nominations again uh, to even find where they were listed. So I'm, you're setting me up for disappointment. So I'm just going <laughs> to keep scrolling on to Best okay. Actress. Okay. Sally Hawkins, awesome. Shipwater, yeah. Frances McDermott. That's not a. Again, that's the day. Here's the thing. She'll probably win. Like, realistically, Frances McDormand will probably win because everyone is going bug fuck about that movie. I and don't care about that movie did you see her her speech from no. the sag awards no because i was like i'm gonna have a nice sat sunday night in and not watch the sag awards <laughs> i saw paul f Tompkins, or it was scott ackerman tweeted out basically she starts off like representation representation is this great thing and all these different <sighs> stories and then she goes right in not missing a beat into thanking her agent it's the most Jesus. Confusing. Jesus. Confusing thing, especially when she's coming from a very white movie. She's talking about representation. Very racist movie. <laughs> like, and she's a white woman herself. But anyways, Margot Robbie, Sasha Ronan, and I'm Meryl Streep. I'm surprised that Margot is on that list. And I think it's, it's definitely <clears throat> warranted, but she wasn't on really any of the other Best Actress nominees for like anything else. So I'm, really I'm glad that she's like getting attention there because she gives an um, insane performance. So I hope it goes to Sally or Margot. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Margot really it, it transformed won't. herself, unlike 
some of the others here. <laughs> Meryl Streep's just like, okay, give me the whatever clothing is set in this time period, and exactly. I will go. Like, she doesn't even really have to try anymore. I'm sorry. Like, I she know does, she does a good job, she but does. the thing is, is that she's but, so talented that her phoning in is still Oscar worthy. Like, <laughs> which is someone else. Like, I think Margot, Sally, they're so deserving. Uh huh. Share yeah. the love. Meryl. Oh, but my dog just heard some sort of garbage truck outside. Oh, I thought <laughs> your dog was a fan of Meryl and was defending her. <laughs> no, no, Molly is very pro Meryl Streep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I still hold on to the theory that Molly is secretly a human in a dog body. Because she, <laughs> she has paid attention to Game of Thrones before as if like, oh, I watched this in season one and I need to know what's going on now. <laughs> but so she probably might have feelings about Meryl Streep. Who knows? But, well, me yeah. has feelings about best director. We yes. have Nolan, Peel, Gerwig, Paul Thomas Anderson, and Del Toro. Yes. Nothing so, really surprising here. I'm glad that Nolan, because like, like you were saying earlier, like Nolan has, like as much as his stuff is kind of Oscar bait, he doesn't really get the Oscar recognition a lot. No. And so like, I'm kind of, I'm glad that he got thrown into this. I think this is the strongest Category. Uh, category so far. Yeah. <laughs> Going than, with my view. Yes. <laughs> other than Paul Thomas Anderson, which like he's, I don't know. It, yeah, it, I it's don't, probably warranted, but is it though? It's just because he's attached with Daniel Day-Lewis. That's all. Yeah. And again, it's the most recent thing. So it's yeah. Um, but everything else I feel is very deserving yeah. here. Yeah. Now Greta um, is like the fifth woman to be nominated for best director ever. And you have someone like Jordan Peele yes. and Del Toro, two POCs. Yeah, uh, it's conflicting because it's like, yay, Nolan finally has a nomination for something, but also it's like I'd really love Jordan Peele or Del yeah. Toro to win. Yeah, like honestly, I'm I have more I'm more excited to see who wins this category because I yeah. feel like in, in any way it'll be someone that I'm rooting for. Like in it'll probably be Del Toro because I think I just going off of the patterns that I've already seen and yeah, also he's just my like blind optimism, I really hope that it's Del Toro. Yeah, it really. Anyone outside of Paul Thomas Anderson, I'll yeah. be happy if they win. Which is kind of crazy um, that it's like there's only two white guys. <laughs> yeah. like, that's kind of a that's good. That's really a good. step in the right direction. But uh, and then yeah, on to best supporting actress, Mary J. Blige. What? Yeah. Okay. So apparently, Mud Mudbound is really good. It's on Netflix, and apparently, I, it's very good. I kind of half recall this movie. It yeah. It, it we need to watch it at some point since it's on Netflix. But like, it, it's apparently very very good. And Maria, so, yeah, Maria. Allison Janney will probably win because she deserves yeah. to, and she's fucking insane. And I, Tanya, um, and then Leslie Manville, I, I think I, that's I the girl her. from the Phantom Thread. I don't know. I can't. Yeah. Honest to God, well, I yeah. Well, she's from Phantom Thread, and then we have Laurie Metcalf, Lady Bird, and yeah. Octavia Spencer for Shape of Water. Yeah, honest to God, I, really I cannot love... tell you. I cannot tell you what the plot of Phantom Thread is. I just know she's like. I think the the younger girl in it. I don't I think know. anyone knows. It's just it's Daniel just... Day Lewis showed up and then got invested into something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I like this category. I, I do think. too. But one yeah. thing though, I would like Octavia Spencer's really good at what she does. Yeah, 
Someone please let her break out of the supporting actress. I know. Role. Let her shine in on her own. Well, Every movie I feel that she's in, she's always the the second string character. Well, and it's even even in movies that she has like a significant role in, like Hidden Figures was a really good example where she's like one of the three leads, but part of it is it's also dependent on how much she's on screen and how many how how they want to classify an actress to get a horse in the race cuz like they would rather put in the case of Hidden Figures it's like okay let's put Taraji P Henson in the best actress category because yeah. she's in the movie for maybe five minutes more of screen time and then we can put Octavia technically in best supporting actress even though they both carry the movie in exactly. one way or the other but yeah she yeah. she deserves to like actually be the star and not she does. always in the best supporting actress category but yeah so it, okay this this round of nominations is not surprising um <laughs> the but there was some oh supporting actress yeah for supporting actress but did yeah. but there's some strong ones here like you're saying alex and jenny fry tanya uh lori metcalf yeah, yeah good uh i mean i have not seen mary j blige act before but she's nominated so i'm assuming <laughs> she does a she also has a like. There's a there's another point in the uh, in the nominees where her name comes up, and it it she like made history by having her name be in both of those things at the same time, which is really cool. Oh wow! So yeah, um, okay. So, so yeah, supporting, supporting actor. actor we have Willem Dafoe, the Florida Project. Yeah, don't know what that is. Okay, so that is. I'm is like, that I mean, a government I mean, project? No, to just no. I'm like, okay, it, I am going what, to. Did, did Willem Dafoe play Florida Man? <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm going to sound art house as fuck. So there's a movie that is called Tangerine, and it is a very artsy fartsy. That story. sounds artsy fartsy. So it's a, but it's actually a really good story. It's a movie about um like transgender people living in Los Angeles, and the whole thing is shot on iPhones. And so oh. it's this very like realistic looking, like very like pops of color everywhere sort of thing. But so then th that's the same director that did the Florida project. And it's about like a girl living in a project, like a really crappy housing part of town in Florida that's like nearby Disneyland and kind of like what her life is like. And so it looks really good. I'll probably watch it at some point. I don't know if it'll be before the Oscars, <laughs> but I remember seeing the trailer for it and being like, oh, I am genuinely excited for this because this does look good. But yeah. Um, so then we have Wood Harrelson for Three Billboards, Richard Jenkins for The Shape of Water, Kevin Sp I mean Christopher <laughs> Plummer for All the Money in the World, and Sam, Sam Rockwell, Rockwell for Three Billboards. Three Billboards is getting too many nominations. I know. I'm like, is it? Are we just wrong? This is the is whitest. It, I'm like, is it really good, or <laughs> are we just wrong, or what? Because I don't understand. Yes, all of the above, and like you were saying about. Uh, Phantom Thread, it's the most recent thing yeah. in people's yeah. minds. Yeah, it's also crazy to me that Chris, that like, as much as we knock Ridley, like, as a joke, like, the 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 wherewithal that he had to be like, I'm going to completely recast Kevin Spacey in my movie because otherwise I'm going to get A, zero money and B, zero awards attention was kind of genius. Because he's Ridley fucking Scott, he can do that. I know, but it's like, and the then fact he replaces that he with Christopher yeah. Plummer, who's fantastic. Yeah, the fact that he did and it, he and pulls it out the nomination for it. Yeah. Give him the award. <laughs> I feel like on a purely kind of uh, kind of a merit level that Plummer <laughs> deserves it, and kind of a fuck you, like yeah. a political win that Plummer uh -huh. will get it. 
kind of hey, I, that's that's too over. much optimism. I think it'll go to Sam Rockwell, and I then I'll just doesn't. pretend I'll just pretend that it's for Moon, which is this what, is this like, is one category I care the least about now. I know, outside but, of because it's all it's, white guys. It's so white. Ugh, it's it's upsetting. Guys. But yeah, it's funny because when Rockwell has started to win things, like when the Golden Globes <laughs> happened, there was this whole thread on Twitter of people saying, well, I'm just going to pretend this is for another movie that he was in <laughs> that did a better, like that he did a better job in and isn't racist. And so then it turned into this whole discourse and discussion about like, what's your favorite Sam Rockwell movie? And I was like, this, <laughs> and is, it's Moon. this is pure. And Moon is the correct answer. Moon followed by Hitchhiker's Guide, and then yes. maybe down the further down the line is Iron Man Two somewhere. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's a good list. So then we have adapted screenplay. Yes. Uh, Call me by your name, James Ivory, disaster artist Scott Newstetter, and Michael H. Weber. <laughs> but oh fuck, Logan. Logan, it took that Wait a fucking fucking long to get to Logan, Scott and I Frank missed James Logan. And Michael Green. I missed that Logan was on this list the first time around. That's how sad it That's is. That's great. Yeah, but I'm really glad that they're on there. I'm really glad that they're getting. Me too. Something. I That's feel great. like if I feel like if you had held the Oscars four months ago, Logan would have gotten way more nominations. It like, doesn't feel like it came out in 2017. It feels I like know. it came out three years ago. Well, and also uh, it's but, like, yeah, it, it's but they're it, running them out. We have Molly's yeah. game and Mudbound and yes. Aaron Sorkin. And, and give it Frank <laughs> Mangold Green yes. awards. God, I'm just, I'm, it is like a thing of, I'm very, I'm genuinely happy that they're <laughs> nominated and I don't know if they're going to win, but it would be amazing if they did because that script is insane. Yeah, It's so deserving. Um, it's a shame that that whole universe and we'll never get a sequel to that movie. Disney. Well, we don't need a sequel to that movie. We just need an X-23 doing Well, that. yeah, that's what I mean. But like, yeah. we'll never see Mangold complete his vision. Yeah, um, I know. I think Logan deserves it entirely because I do not like the old, the old Man Logan comic book storyline. And the fact that they took that and took the root of it and made something that's so much better. I'm like, <laughs> I, I commend them for that because I genuinely like, I don't, I, there's something about the old Man Logan storyline that's just like, this is too edgelord. Like, I don't I remember, like this. <laughs> I remember, well, that's all of Mark Millar. Good point. Um, Good for point. the last 10 years. And yeah. I'm so over him. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Onto your original screenplay. Here we go. Yep. The big sick, Emily V. Gordon and Kumail Nanjiani. I just like, I want to frame that. I That's, want to hang that I can't imagine. Frame that. I can't imagine the morning they have had. Well, okay. Waking so I, up to I, that. I retweeted Kumail's tweet that said, Hey, Academy Award nominee at Emily V. Gordon, how you doing? <laughs> and I'm just like, This is the purest thing in That's the entire so world. I am so happy for them. That's like, so great. And wow. then it, it followed by Get Out, Jordan Peele, Lady Bird, uh, Greta, Shape of Water, and Three Billboards. But I don't give a fuck about Literally, that one. Literally, if, if anything outside of Three Billboards <laughs> wins, I'm going to be really fucking happy. Like, yeah, this is, again, outside of just the one, this is a really strong category. And, God, I'm just really Obviously, happy that we're the Big Sick is there. Yeah, yeah, we're very biased towards the Big Sick, but, like, it deserved that award. I'm shocked that it didn't get more nominations. I, I think that... I almost feel like that the girl that got the best supporting actress for Phantom Thread beat out um, Holly Hunter for the Holly big Hunter was fan-fucking-tastic. And she was on everybody's like shortlist to be in that category and then just got completely shut out. 
And so I'm like, okay, that had to have been because of Phantom Thread because yeah, it just oh we saw it more recently. But yeah, Holly Hunter. Again, this is a really strong category. I'll be happy if anyone but yeah. three billboards wins. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, on to now we're in the technical awards. I yes. know, and I know you don't care about them, people, but but you should care. <laughs> You kind of should care. And also, this is kind of interesting. So so we have production design, Beauty and the Beast. Again, that feels like a movie that came out five years ago. <laughs> I know. We're still talking about this for I some know. reason. As someone who saw that on opening weekend, it feels like a lifetime ago. <laughs> but then we have Blade Runner 2049, Darkest Hour. Why? Why? Dunkirk and Shape of Water. I'm like, okay, Blade this Runner is, or Shape of Water? Because I've, I've read a thing about how much Shape of Water put into their production design. And it's fucking insane. Like they yeah, found they, the weirdest locations possible. To this film is a movie. mixed bag of nominees. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we have our favorites. You know what they are by now. <laughs> I also I don't think it should be Dunkirk because everything's outside. No. Like yeah. everything is fucking outside. <laughs> like that is it's on on one hand that's impressive production design to recreate that, but it's not the same. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's this, a, it's this a different no level of thing. merit. No one is very. He likes practical. I'm sure he would have started a war for the authenticity if he could. <laughs> like, okay, I'm sure I'll Nolan, literally I'm go. Sure Nolan wanted to film Interstellar in space, but <laughs> he was not allowed to. Okay, let's fly, let's fly Matt Damon up to the moon <laughs> and go beat the shit out of him. <sighs> but yeah, and then we'll make that movie. Yes. <laughs> like the the beating the shit out of him is just for research <laughs> like just just to make the movie beforehand but yeah i think i don't know i think this should personally go to the shape of water or blade yeah. runner because fucking hell and so then cinematography blade runner 2049 give roger deakins his fucking oscar like he deserves it. i don't give a shit about the rest of this category just give it to roger deakins i'm sorry so we have darkest hour dunkirk mudbound shape of water if 2049 doesn't win shape of water dunkirk or dunkirk yeah but also like you were just watching 2049 the other day and like it's it's so fucking amazing it's so <laughs> on a purely visual level it's it's something else yeah all right uh, so then costume design beauty beast darkest hour phantom thread shape of water victoria and abdul what that was that weird like I think it's Angela Lansbury or whatever the hell, yeah. where she's like the queen, oh, the and then that Indian yeah. guy comes. Oh, I, I'm like, I don't mean to sound horrible. It's just oh, I, no, no, I no, no, seeing, no, that was yeah. Judy Dench. Oh, Judy Dench. Okay, I'm like, you're getting I, your old white women crossed. Well, sorry. <laughs> no, it's just like I would see the trailers for that it movie just, all it the just time because it's the typical yeah. period piece kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, because it's I mean, like period, it period costumes are d really difficult. And I, I totally understand that. So it, it's it's warranted, but it's also just a weird kind of category. I'm sure it'll. I think it should go to Beauty and the Beast because those costumes were insane. Like, I will give it that. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but I genuinely week. don't know. So sound editing. Yes. Fucking driver. Yeah. I shouldn't have to read anything else after that. But you uh, also have, should because it's twenty forty nine Dunkirk, Shape of Water, and the Last Jedi. Yes. I. Baby Driver still, it's, yep. and a, I recommend you watch this movie with headphones. <laughs> just for or the, in a theater. Like, that was the, the thing. When Edgar Wright kept saying, like, see it system. in a theater, there's a good fucking reason for that, because it's so good. Like, the sound the, the, is I, such a genuine the, part of it. The whole, every, every 
bit of editing in this movie it gave me an orgasm because <laughs> it's so well done like uh -huh. it's so fine-tuned i love that edgar wright has just gotten better with his eye yeah. for editing and ear for editing really yeah. Um, then well, we go to sound mixing so again. Same category, same nominees, basically. But so yeah, it's it, it's interesting to see what will actually win since sound editing and sound mixing aren't the same thing. No. But I'm genuine. Like I don't know. Everything feels warranted in a way. Because it like, does. Yeah, yeah. Like Blade Runner has an insane use of sound. Like just hearing that in a gigantic IMAX level theater. Like. I, God, it, it like, yeah, it was like orgasm worthy because it's like, oh my God, this is very, so this is so detailed in, in how the sound is being presented. And I not, I would not have expected that. And I also kind of love that The Last Jedi is on this list because of all the people <laughs> being butthurt about yeah. the moment of silence in the movie. Yeah. And like, the fact, I'm not going to spend too much time, but like the fact that movie theaters had to put signs up saying yeah. that there wasn't a problem. Yeah. And that people are too stupid to realize that was an artistic choice. Yeah. Anyway, All animated. Right, so let's skip past these. Yeah. The no one knows any of those. Okay. Original, action, short original score. <laughs> original score. Dunkirk, Phantom Thread, Shape of Water, Last Jedi, Three of Billboards, Mixed Bag. Uh, John Williams. Yeah, but it's like that prestige thing. It is, but I also. I'm not saying I'm not saying the Last Jedi soundtrack isn't good. I, but it's nothing we haven't really heard before. Yeah, I just, I personally really like The Last Jedi score. Like, I think it... Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. No, it's great. And, and I just, I, and Dun I think Dunkirk is really, like, its score is really good, too. So I'm, I have no idea where this category is going to go. But, okay. Uh, visual effects is next, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, Blade Runner 2049, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Kong Skull Island. Mm -hmm. Fuck you, Paul Tompkins. I can't, I can't hear that anymore in my life. There was a period of time where I had to read the words Kong Skull Island for a solid month and a half at work. And every fucking time I would do that. And oh, it's like frustrating and amazing at the same time. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Last Jedi. Last Jedi War Planet of the Apes. If any of these win, I'll be happy. Yeah, Guardians, like the the visual effects in Guardians, and just that one shot of the like sunrise when when Gamora is sitting on the grass and That's it's a great like shot. yeah, like stuff like that totally warrants it to me. But like it's this is an interesting category, and I think that whatever wins will probably be warranted. But yeah, yeah. Um, film <laughs> editing, Baby Driver, please give it to that. Yes. Dunkirk, Tanya, Shape of Water, and Three Billboards. What the fuck? <laughs> I know. Dunkirk is kind of fascinating to me because the editing is like the people's biggest problems with that movie. That's what I heard too. Because like the editing is a stylistic choice and it's not, it's a very confusing stylistic choice. I like it, it affects how you watch the movie in a good and a bad way. Like as I was watching it, I was like, I would not have edited the movie this way, but I commend them for doing it. And so I don't know if that necessarily makes it Oscar worthy, but like they did kind of go out of the box with it. Okay. But like, well, I don't I'll, know. I'll have to yeah. keep that in mind. Yeah. When but I like see Baby that. Driver had really good, like genuinely good editing. I, Tanya had genuinely good editing. So I don't know who it'll be at this point. And but, then yeah. makeup, hairstyling, darkest hour, Victoria Abdul and, Wonder, whatever. 
they left a word off of the end there. I feel yeah, like. keep going, keep going. Okay, so let's go to. I think I have it noted. Keep going. There's two more uh, categories we give a shit about, and then we can talk about that. So, yeah. Uh, I'll just skip Original down. song. Original song, Mighty River, Mystery of Love, Remember Me, Stand Up for Something, and This Is Me. Uh, do not uh, give The Greatest Showman anything. I'm glad that it's been mostly shut out, but do not give it this. <laughs> like, no. uh, uh, If it does get this, whatever. But, like, because the guys, it's the guys that did La La Land and, like, wrote the song little, from the Flash little. musical. So, like, they're good at their shit, but yeah. also, no. And then we have best animated feature film what the f so there is a boss there, baby there is yes and also keep reading the rest of the category and then name a very prominent animated movie that is not on that list at all the breadwinner coco ferdinand really <laughs> and loving vincent <sighs> where the, the fuck is lego batman what the actual shit where the fuck like boss baby over, uh, like Coco, I Why? can see Ferdinand. I can see the Coco, other two are yeah, foreign Coco was things. expected because it's Pixar. Like, Pixar yeah. just has to like, you know, stand Do outside anything. the door. They're like, oh, come on in, Pixar. Here's an Emmy and an Oscar, and we didn't even know you were eligible for it. But here's a Grammy too. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, like what? I love Pixar's great, but it's getting tired at this point. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll ask you about this again in 11 months when Incredibles 2 is out. <laughs> all right. Well, first of all, <laughs> I've had to wait how goddamn long for this movie. 17 years. And they years. put out how many goddamn car sequels? Yep. Oh, fuck Pixar. But yeah. Where the fuck is Lego Batman? I am like, I'm genuinely, I don't understand how that got snubbed. It's probably like almost like a Logan thing. It came out so long ago. It's like, oh, we forgot about it. Oh, it's a superhero movie. Forget that. Oh, it's yeah. a toy thing. No. But then the Lego movie got a fuck ton of things when it was nominated. Like when when it was eligible, it got I think best animated film and best song and all of that sort of stuff. But I'm like, where was that for Lego Batman? Because this is like, I know it seems kind of like a cheesy thing to nominate, but also the animated film thing is always cheesy. Despicable it's, Me and Minions get nominated every year that they're Lego eligible. Movie is genuinely good. Yeah, like uh, it's frustrating. This, this is a equally frustrating yet and satisfying it, year. Yes. Which, yeah. So, uh, I'm just like, I don't know how to segue into this. Wonder Woman got shut out. For everything. For fucking everything. Like, as Not I was even... reading this the first time, I'm like, okay, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. I keep waiting. And then it never happens. Like, it threw a wide net out there for the For Your Consideration campaign. And I don't understand how it got nothing. nothing. Everyone was fucking praising this movie this year. <sighs> it, every actress, every critic outlet everything and it's got nothing it 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 drives me crazy i don't understand that one of the most beloved movies of the year and nothing yeah and <sighs> it's just frustrating that's upsetting like i'm glad that logan got something but like even then i did not even notice at first that logan got something and like i almost thought that it got shut out too and i'm like okay i get I don't know. This feels like the first year since The Dark Knight where it's genuinely warranted to like give a superhero movie a, like an actual nomination that's outside of technical things. 
I mean, looking at Logan compared to other, I mean, a whole encompassing term Marvel movies. Yeah. It's not like the rest kind of like at the time, dark Knight was not like <laughs> what we had at the time. It, those two broke the mold and were and different honestly, and had clear, like, like vision behind them. Yeah. Well, and honestly, if you, if, if Logan had been put out just as a modern day Western and not as a Marvel movie, I think it would be nominated. Oh, like, definitely. There, like, there are... Strip away the claws and the little superhero aspects of it. It's a Western. It's a Western it's... and it's a fucking great Western and it has an insane performances in it. And that's why it's just crazy to me that like it got completely shut out other than the, the script category. Yeah. I, yeah. I equally want to punch and handshake. Yes. The Oscars. I know it's so conflicting because I'm on, on one hand, I'm happy, but I'm also not happy enough because yeah. even the things that I'm really supporting weren't as representative as represented as they yeah. should have been. The disappointments are the are big disappointments. They're not, uh, yeah, three billboards, way too many, way too many. <laughs> way, way too many billboards, way too many nominees. <sighs> uh, but well, yeah, so. so we'll, we'll do a recap post-Oscar. Well, yes, we will. And we will live tweet it and all of that. Yeah. But So on a related note, so the day before the nominations for this came out, the nominations for the Razzies came out. And in a way, I am almost more disappointed with them than I am with the Oscars. Well, yeah, let's do a, just a quick rundown here. Uh, worst picture, Baywatch, Emoji, Fifty Shades, Mummy, Transformers, all shit movies, really. But so the, the thing is, is that if you go down the list of Razzie nominations, they like only picked movies that were the big like hollow blockbusters of like shit that shit that had a lot of money behind it and just kind of came out and didn't do well other than mother mother is thrown in because for some reason they're like let's pick on that movie this like stupid art house art house yeah. movie that confused people but my thought is like okay we have covered movies on this podcast in the past almost a year that warrant being on the Razzies <laughs> list and are not on the Razzies list I'm like, where the fuck is Death Note? And where the yep. fuck is Bright? It's really weird to me. Yeah, this is a weird... It, it The Razzies are becoming something else, not what they used to be. It's, <laughs> They've become something else. Well, it's in, it's like the whole, like, let's just rag on, like you were saying, the big blockbuster movies and not actually... It's the fucking... It's the CinemaSins thing. It's the... Yeah. The, trailer that stupid trailer thing yeah instead of just like actually like being critical about the movie and yeah choose the actual bad movies because honestly every category has like the same three movies in it yeah it's like 50 shades and transformers and the mummy are in and the emoji movie are in almost every single category and it, that's just kind of weird to me. I'm like, okay, you need to overhaul how you're actually, it's almost like the Hollywood foreign pre yeah. press with the globes in a way of like, we're going to pick the people that we know and we want, we would theoretically want to attend our ceremony. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, no, pick actually <laughs> shitty movies. Tom Cruise deserves to be here, not Sofia Butella. Exactly. But yeah, I just, I just wanted to tack that in on the end because it was just weird to me. 
And I'm like, I never thought I would be more disappointed in the Razzies. Although they did not include Justice League, which is a good thing. Because yeah. the year before, they were all about shitting on BVS. And it made me want to die. So, yeah. Uh, anyways, where can anyway. people find you? <laughs> You're like, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, you can find me on Twitter at hey, it's Jenna Lynn. Where can people find you? Uh, they can find me at the Chris Vito. And as of today, it's my Twitter anniversary. Ooh, I know. Awesome. How many years? Eight years. Oh, wow. I know. I'm impressed. Eight years I've been a part of Twitter.com. <laughs> nice. It has been, it'll be nine years in August for me. Wow, look at you waving around your extra year. <laughs> it's called I Had No Life in nice. 2009. <laughs> oh, I barely have one now. <laughs> But so, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you can find us on Twitter at Tomato Tomato Pod. And, and Facebook at Tomato Tomato Pod. Email oh, us yeah. at Tomato Tomato Pod at Gmail. Yes. We're on all the podcasting apps yes. and things and stuff. Yes. But yeah, so this episode will go out sometime today. And then we will hopefully get an actual genuine episode also in this week covering a movie and all the reviews associated with that. So, so you get for double. Yeah. Oh God, no. Fuck no. You will not pay me to sit and watch the boss baby. I'm sorry. But but yeah, we're gonna cover some sort of movie and do all of that. So you get a bonus episode this week. You're not gonna do the comedy bang bang thing. B -b 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 bonus. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, so until next time, keep watching movies. Bye. Bye. But not the boss baby. Not boss, baby. <laughs>